0: This you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about prophets. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess.
1: Got it. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour your podcast to encourage, energize, educate, and empower you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey. I'm the director of Strong Women Co., a company devoted to empowering women to be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. You can visit us at strongwomenco.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration and motivation. And join us for our free Facebook tribe. I'll put all those links in the show notes for you. So, how are you doing today? I hope this podcast finds you well, and I'm so happy to have you come along and have a chat and take this time for yourself, because uh, that's what I'm planning to do. we're gonna we're gonna talk about some things that are gonna be helpful. That's always my goal for uh, the podcasts. Uh, but today, you know, I'm, I'm I'm picking up on what friends and and clients and just people around and myself um, have been going through in need, uh, we just need some kind of touchstones sometimes of of what a crazy ride uh, this year has been. Um, And I am coming to you from beautiful St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada. It has been one of the most beautiful summers here than we've uh, ever had. And uh, I hope you are having beautiful weather where you are so you can get outside And enjoy the beauty and fun and sun of summer. And of course, for our uh, listeners in uh, the Southern Hemisphere, uh, exact opposite for you guys, right? It's winter in the Southern Hemisphere, but whatever season it is, I uh, encourage you to go outside, get the fresh air whenever you can, connect to Mother Earth, connect to the trees, to our brothers and sisters, creepy crawly friends, birds, all that stuff. Uh, it's a great way to nourish your soul, get exercise, and help with your mental health. So, if you can schedule a walk or a hike or a run in today, why don't you do that for yourself? It's like doing a gift. So, oh, I want to make sure that uh, you know about our last podcast, the summer music list. I've gotten some great feedback on that. A little fun, little list for you know, making supper, going for a drive, going for a wake, uh, walk with yourself. Uh, so you can just listen, check out the music of the last podcast for that one and oh I'll have some upcoming goddess jewelry sale so watch for posts on our Facebook and Instagram um, but uh, as I figure out my life a little more of the moving situation uh seems to be a bit of a moving target I'll give you an update on that in a moment as I figure out uh that uh, then we'll figure out the sales because I got a lot of things here that is ready to go on sale before I move so it may be a cool opportunity to get a goddess bracelet or goddess um, necklace something cool like that but I'll let you know when that happens folks so um, before I get into uh, what a ride uh, this year has been uh, let's do a couple of things just to kind of get ourselves centered and present and remind ourselves of of that we are a whole. And we are um, worth taking a moment to pause. So I'm going to say, uh, I'll say the, the three lines, I am here, I am whole, I am Kelly. Uh, and then I'll um, give you an opportunity and space so you can do it too, because saying these words is very, very powerful, something that um, we did at the beginning of uh, all of our circles in my Goddess Pilgrimage to Crete, and it's something I kind of kept with me. So, I am here, I am whole, I am Kelly. I am here, I am whole, I am. Oh, right away. I am Kelly, I am here, I am whole. I am, I am here, I am whole. These words are reaffirming because... We often believe the lie that we are not whole. We believe the lie that we are somehow not enough. So telling yourself, like, I am whole, I am here, you are present, is like medicine. Medicine to to your brain, medicine to your body, Uh, and often we can feel the whole calmness come over our bodies when we remind ourselves that we are whole, we are here. So let's take our three collective and restorative breaths here now uh, so that we can gather your whole whole self up, just imagine if you have any traces of yourself that you've left on a person or in a place or in a time or situation, just like (sniffs) suck those pieces of those traces of you back in to this beautiful whole being that you are and close your eyes if you can, a couple of easy breaths here now, just noticing the way the air feels in your nostrils. Cool air coming in, warm air going out. Relax your jaw, bring your shoulder legs down your back. Relax the space between your eyes. Relax the crown of your head. Relax your hips and your knees. Wiggle your toes and then relax them. Wiggle your fingers and then relax them. We're going to take a nice, deep, nourishing, cleansing breath in through the nose, filling up our lungs. Okay, let's do it. Hold for a moment. Okay, one more again right away. In through the nose and hold. Gather up every trace, every bit, every molecule or energy piece of you into a tight, succinct package of you and let it out. <sighs> a couple of easy breaths here. Notice if there's any part in your body that is feeling tension or pain. Give that part of your body a little love. Right now I feel like my knee is tight. so I'm just gonna move it a little. Just imagine my heart sending that knee love. All right, last breath all together. This is the biggest one, the top and the bottom of our lungs. Fill it all up, here we go. In through the nose, steady, strong. All right let's do this um oh. Wow what a ride, man What a ride, hey Oh wow um this this year has been a series of um, hard choices it seems followed by uh, more difficult choices and uh, there's just been so much boundary making you know and so much moving out of our comfort zones if it has been uh, working differently changing um, how we behave um, Isolating ourselves from, from um, others to trying to reintegrate back. There's, there's just been, there's been more to kind of wrap our heads around this year um, than, uh, than in a long time. I won't say than ever because we have, we have been through pandemics like this before. The 1918 flu, for example, uh, and many, many other plagues. But when those were going on, we did not have the information highways that we have now. So sure, we were sick, but we didn't really understand why, and there was people dying, you didn't really understand how or why or all that. So we have a lot of information um, uh, sharing, and then on top of that is, uh, it's hard because, you know, there's big distrusts in systems, um, and understandably so. Uh, I am someone who's extremely critical of um, the systems of, uh, of different things, including our medical systems, and our, and our governmental systems, and our, and our uh, taxation systems, you know, I've got, if, if you're new to the podcast, uh, you'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lady, I'm a strong woman with um, uh, opinions and ideas <laughs> attached to them, about a lot of that stuff, um, but anyway, the, the kind of point is uh, that there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to deal with, a lot of information, a lot of kind of figuring out which systems, which news outlets which people you can trust um, because there's, there's with this COVID, I mean, we, we, there's so much we don't know about it and we're literally making it up as we go because it is a novel virus. That's what kind of happens when it is a novel, meaning brand new to us. Um, So yeah, I mean, we're, we're learning a lot. Um, There's uh, a a lot of fear. Um, There are people, people are dealing with fear in different ways and people are dealing with stress in different ways. Some people are are uh, choosing to uh, believe in um, that the whole world is in cahoots and that uh, all, the, all the world's countries and all the world's hospitals and doctors and all the world's researchers are in cahoots and the pandemic isn't as bad as they say. You know, that's what some people are, that's what fear has made them kind of go towards because uh, they can't fathom all of the uh, really hard stuff uh, that we're having to deal with um, you know, and have compassion and empathy for those folks. And I see, I see, and hear their anger, uh, and uh, you know, uh, I've I've witnessed it in various ways, as I'm sure eighty-one here listening has. And I suppose my kind of main advice through all of this is keeping an even keel, or keeping it even. Oh my goodness, what has the same go? Kind of staying strong and steady is, is kind of the sustainable choice here. Sure, there's times to get angry, and sure, there's times to voice your opinion, and sure, there's times to have the feelings and all those things. And I'll talk about those in a minute, but we got to be long, long term here, right? And we got to, um, you know, try not to get completely whipped up into news events, current events, um, all the things that are coming up that we have to, you know, d- different research, different numbers, uh, so that we have to try to keep that, you know, even, uh, even keel. Uh, so that, you know, we don't exhaust ourselves and we don't get whipped up into a frenzy, uh, which is very, very, very easy to do uh, in general, I would say, but also in, uh, in a year like 2020. But there's so much Kali Pele energy of burning away the old comforts. And uh, Kali, Kali is a uh, Hindu goddess. Um, I love working with her energy. And just learning about like um, how she's been um, celebrated uh, and, and revered for, for generations and generations, uh, and she, she's uh, all about burn burn it down, Callie. If you listen, to, if you're a long-term listener, you've heard me say that before. And uh, Pele is similar, so so in a similar kind of destructive, creative goddess. So from destruction comes creation. From destruction comes creation, and it goes back to the original trinity of uh, our ancestors. Sure, the um, Christian Crusades would have us believe that the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost was uh, the trilogy, the original trilogy, but it was not. Uh, you know, that's that's only the last, like, uh, three or four thousand years. <laughs> but before that, uh, for hundreds of thousands of years, we worshipped the goddess. We worshipped Mother Earth. We worshipped and um, honored and revered women for their life-giving abilities. Uh, and that goddess trilogy is birth, death, and rebirth so in a lot of ways, we're feeling a, a lot of the death energy. And that's what Callie really helps us with. And she reminds us that to be okay with that, the endings, and, and even if it's painful, from, from those sweet, painful uh, moments and, 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 and even accomplishments, you know, like there's, there's learning and growth uh, and you're creating space for something new. And Pele, the uh, Hawaiian goddess, uh, South Pacific goddess, uh, she's very similar to Kali, but she kind of has like a sexual energy about her. Uh, so she has that kind of creative energy, uh, which is really cool. And, you know, root chakra e sacral chakra uh but very similar, you know, um, in the, for the Hawaiian uh, folks. Pele. you know, of course, she, this was a cool creation force that uh, was also destructive. You never really knew when a volcano was going to erupt. We still don't. And, uh, but, you know, from destruction, literally there's nothing and then the volcano erupts and it erupts and erupts and then there's something. And then there's brand new land and brand new islands for which to grow uh, and, and live. And, you know, I just think if there's nothing and then there's something and then there's life. So here we are in this Kali Pele energy, this kind of dark and, uh, and deep and raw and uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I think that's probably one of the best words for describe 2020 is, uh, living in the uncomfortable. And, and as part of the reason, the part of the thing that Kelly, Callie and Pele, the energy of burning away the old comforts, right? Like the, the, the complacency we had gotten into the, uh, things we had taken for granted, everything's been shook. And, uh, I'm finding my way, uh, as I'm sure you are as well. Uh, us humans are extremely adaptable. And if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you are a powerful, empowered, uh, on your path to enlightenment, really doing the work, trying your hardest person. And if I said that and you you discounted yourself and said, no, I'm not, I'm going to say, yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. If you're doing the work, if you're attracted to uh, the topics that I bring up, the things that we have in Strong Women Co., it's because you're trying to find your way too. And uh, not just in the 2020 COVID things, but uh, your your path, your soul's path, your your fate, your calling, your destiny—the things you want to create, you things you want to manifest—we're finding our way. Um, and uh, I, I will say, you know, it's not a, not that it's an on bumpy road uh, at all. And uh, uh, last night, around two a.m., um, some kind of things hit me—just uh, grief and letting go—and all that, and I had an anxiety attack, I'd call it a mini anxiety attack, two o'clock in the morning uh, on my kitchen floor, where it just left me, ended up sobbing, Um, but I had to get it out of me, that's the truth, I really, and I knew that at the time, it wasn't like it was particularly, like, yes, it was painful in the way of just letting go, but like, I needed to get it out of me, so I'm going to encourage you to, uh, you know, let yourself cry, let yourself run, let yourself go scream, Uh, safely somewhere, uh, we have to move this energy out of us because if we hold on to this past, it's not helping us. It's not helping us right now and it's not helping us create the future that we want. And some days I'm all emotion and feels and deep feels. Uh, There's, you know, fear, grief, loss, confusion, uncertainty. Uh, And in my experience, the only thing to do when those things come up is feel them. Now, you know, if you're in the middle of a Zoom call, a professional Zoom call, or if you're, you know, uh, taking care of your child or, you know, and something comes up for you, you may not be able to completely um, focus on that feeling and process it the way you you need, but you need to process it. So to make make sure that you make time for yourself um, as things do come up. Some days I'm, I'm more zen about things, um, kind of like today, perhaps because I had the good cry. Is there anything like a good cry? I, I don't think there is. Uh, and, and good cries are just a, is, is a normal part of being um, a human being for, for many of us. And uh, it's a cleansing thing. Uh, it's, it's, it's really therapeutic um, to, to let go and heave it out and just kind of have that unadulterated uh, rawness and vulnerableness. But some days I'm zen like today, and it, I'm almost observational. Uh, I guess that's kind of like one of the the survival tactics of, of our psyche will be you know i'm I'm the observer i'm um I'm not necessarily uh feeling all the things until something triggers me uh, and then it's like oh, okay now I'm in the feeling place <laughs> and that uh, comes up but I'll just give you a little life update uh just from you know one human being to another. I think that we can really see each other's stories in each other's stories um even if they're not even the same, there's, there's themes and patterns. And that has to do with just us having a shared reality of this uncertainty confusion, but it also has to do with different things astrologically and how the collective consciousness is, is waking up and questioning things and having to, to face we're, right now we're facing all of our fears. Like we're facing all of the darkness. We're facing the fears of financial stuff. We're facing fears of mortality. We're facing fears of, you know, can we trust uh, different uh, systems that we've been told to trust our whole lives. There's, these are like literally, you know, um, a lot of the different kinds of seers and, and uh, shamans of the world are talking about this time being like the time when you turn up topsoil, right? When you go turn, you mix everything up before you go plant the new seeds. So here we are in the kind of chaos of uh, the turned up topsoil uh, reality. And so for the turned up topsoil reality for me, so I'm still in Saint John's, as I mentioned. We're here for the next few weeks, um, for sure. I keep folks keep asking, uh, so when are you going to move? And it keeps being a moving target for various reasons. Um, you know, we are watching the numbers of COVID cases in the Netherlands and Europe, uh, and watching for the second wave. It's uh, it's it's a big thing for me to get my head around because here I am in my safe, relatively pretty pretty safe island of Newfoundland, where we haven't had a community spread. Like our, our uh, we, we beat New, New Zealand. Uh, we haven't had a community spread in 110 days or something. Uh, so, you know, we, we're, pretty, we're pretty good here. So I have to get my head around, you know, uh, existing in a different world where the risk is much higher. Um, and that, that's taken a toll itself, you know, just trying to prepare. But everything is a moving target. Uh, the house selling has been a limiter. Uh, trying to sell a house in COVID times is a total buyer's market. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have, we put a lot of money into our house. We invested it and, uh, you know, let's just say there's a lot of letting go, uh, that has to happen for us to be able to, this is the burn, the, the Cali Pelly for me is like letting go of the house, letting go of what I think she's worth, letting go of the money we put in. It's It's a, it's a lot of letting go. And, um. Uh, you know, there's so many other things, including that, that are, that are kind of limiting our time or, or uh, dictating our time, including having the physical stamina to do the things that needs to be done. And, and this is in your life too. Like, just like we have to not exhaust ourselves, but there's still a lot to do in a very exhausting time. But the thing is that, you know, I'm doing like the packing, getting things ready to sell, cleaning the house for viewings. Oh my God, how much do I hate cleaning the house for viewings? I just want to say selling a house is just very stressful and not my favorite thing. I may never buy again uh, because of all this, but, uh, well, I'm also trying to remain mentally, emotionally, and physically healthy during a pandemic. And I just wanted to point this out. Um, the amazing Ashley Nicole Black, uh, she was a writer and Samantha B. and, and a, a kind of a segment um and I loved her Uh, she's done other things now but Ashley Nicole back follow her on Twitter Uh, if you're on Twitter she's one of the best reasons to be there but she had said how she says during a pandemic after any times that she's being hard on herself kind of just at the end of a sentence and I thought that was so helpful I did just post it on the uh, Facebook Instagram and and Facebook she says when I'm making myself feel bad about not getting something done I just add during a pandemic, to the end of my sentence. I didn't get that act written during a pandemic. I didn't do the dishes during a pandemic. I didn't perfectly perform and impress everyone during a pandemic. And I thought that was really good because I think that we were kind of wanting to normalize things so much that we actually forget the, uh, the weight of the stress and the confusion and uncertainty that is on top of us. And I just want to say that, you know, everything is happening in perfect time, uh, and as we acknowledge and uh, our, our own natural reactions and thoughts, uh, as we encourage ourselves in a more positive route, like giving ourselves credit during a pandemic, making it, I didn't get that podcast out during a pandemic, you know, I um, I didn't create that booklet that I wanted to during a pandemic, I, I have a whole lot, I have a lot that I could do that I uh, have been kind of, um, Uh, A little hard on myself for, if I'm really being honest. But uh, this whole moving to another continent in the middle of a pandemic is a series of letting go. Letting go of what I thought my future would look like, because I'm sure you have a very similar uh, theme in your life. You're letting go of maybe um, you thought, a first day of kindergarten for your kid or your first, their first day of, of grade 12 or, or whatever that would look very different. Or maybe you thought, you know, you'd be in a different place. Maybe you thought that you'd have more options. Uh, maybe you thought you wouldn't have to wear a mask inside or even outside again. You know, uh, people in Spain, shout out to our Spanish listeners, uh, I've seen recently um, because of the very high numbers, uh, the respite that there is going on there. Uh, places, uh, have outlawed smoking outside and, um, and vaping outside because it does spread, uh, the, uh, molecules. And so, you know, it's like these things, these are weird shifts that might not seem so, so big, but it's accumulative. It has effect. And so, you know, the various letting go, what we're having to do in our, in our uncomfortable places. So I had to let go of my, the first house that I made a home. This was the first place. And, you know, I, uh. I never really felt safe um, in uh, growing up um, and even in my young adulthood. I didn't feel safe until I, I came here in this home. So I have to let go of this. So it's, it's pretty hard. And letting go of the idea that real estate is an investment. Ha! <laughs> ha! Uh, buyer's market right now. Uh, I'll just like, as, as an aside, if anyone's feeling pressured, uh, to buy a, oh they, buy a house they say that's a real indicator oh and, and, and real estate's an investment they say I will just say uh, we would have been financially better off renting these last several years uh, with and then having no renovations and no backbreaking labor and no homeowner stress uh, we would be much more financially uh, we could have uh, paid off things like student loan and other things uh, because we're lucky if we're going to get. Um, our down payment back uh, in the house and that's hard for me to even say and it, I almost feel a little embarrassed. Uh, oh, okay, gotta get it out there. But that's kind of the reality uh, and so we've had to drop the price several times. We will again uh, coming up hopefully for one final time uh, because I have to let it go. I have to let go of this house. I have to let go of these ideas of I thought this, this house would be such an investment and it will be to the next buyer but it's not part of the future that we're creating. Um, this, this this giant, beautiful, three-story Victorian that we have, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a lesson. It's a lesson in letting go and a lesson in, um, you know, just because you financially invest in something doesn't mean that you should stick with it, <laughs> you know? And thinking about people who invest three or four years in some kind of schooling that they... Um, Really, really, you know, don't want to be at anymore. Uh, just kind of helping you to be where I am, of letting go of the things, and it's fine. Like, and not to be so hard on ourselves. Like, sure, we had a, we had thoughts and plans, and those were based in a different kind of reality than we have right now. But uh, that you know, this whole letting go, like let's go back to Callie and Pele. It is to make room for the new. It is to have. Sure, scorched earth or turned over topsoil or whatever to to have more nourishment for the new seeds that we are planting. Oh, yeah, so much letting go. What a ride, man. So I can look back at the last few months and see myself slipping in and out of bouts of anxiety uh, and depression. Uh, For me, exhaustion, depletion are the gateway uh, to anxiety and depression, and I would say that that uh, is most people is exhaustion. and Depletion is the gateway to anxiety and depression. I had a negative Nancy swirling around in my head probably about like six weeks ago or so. She was particularly bad. Uh, and, and, and she was hard to shake that, uh, that, that inner nasty, but na- no, nasty's not so bad. The inner um, uh, negative Nancy is the only thing I can really think of that really fits it for me. Uh, and it was hard to shake and I needed help and I had to ask for help. So if you need help, this is this is for you. Make sure you ask for help. Make sure you ask for help. This is, this is, it's a pleasure for most people to give help. Think about every time in your life someone's asked you for help and you happily obliged and you felt like you had purpose and connection when you were helping that person. So please do not ever feel uh, afraid or that you had to do this all yourself. Like ask for help. We need each other extra right now. And I can look back on and see my journey over the last couple of months, uh, and I can see them specifically because I, I attended three women's circles uh, with my uh, shaman outside. It was wonderful. The first time we got together, um, it was it was so wonderful to see folks and even folks that are new. If you're if you're like-minded in your women's circle, and you just want to be there to be present and connect with the earth and have a fire ceremony, and you know, it's. <clears throat> it's so wonderful to just be side by side, even if you're, you know, can't touch and you're safely distanced and all that. But um, the, my first women's circle back, and this was, of course, a women's circle uh, with friends in my shaman that I never thought I would get to do. Uh, that one, I was pretty overwhelmed with uh, grief and fear. I was, uh, I was pretty cry, <laughs> And uh, I was just kind of, and like I knew I was and I knew I wasn't the only one that was a mess at the circle and it was we were just messy uh that was also in cancer the uh astrological sign cancer is always hard for me I always try to go into cancer with like you know the best intentions and cancer always makes me feel uh deal with my kind of deepest uh darkest stuff and then I went to, I went to three circles in total, uh, in the last, uh, couple months. So the one was the grief and fear. And then the next one, uh, I'd kind of moved past my grief and fear and, uh, I'd been doing so much because we're like working on the house every day too. Just like little touches ups, little, uh, little things. And it's like a literally an endless project, particularly when you have a hundred and ten year old house like we do. And we want, uh, we didn't know if we were going to rent it. So we wanted everything to be in tip top shape. So it would be, you know, uh, less of a headache while we were away. So I was in utter exhaustion, uh, and the anxiety and depression was real, real hard. Um, and, uh, it was, it was, it was overwhelming. And, uh, I was, I had tried, uh, to do, you know, my self love things and journaling. And I just, I just felt like, um, I almost felt like I was short circuiting. Like it was like, just like sputtering. Uh, and uh, cause that's what my energy field was like. I'm sure if people who saw could see auras would look at me. That's what I'm sure it looked like like a synapse, like just like spazzing out. Uh, and uh, at that circle, um, I asked for help uh, for my sisters. And uh, it, was, it was really hard to ask for help. Um, and I have to say, so, you know, I, I just asked for help in kind of like kind words, prayers. But there was this, I don't even know how long it was, but all of the sisters in the circle just kind of put their hands out, you know, just in my direction and just sent good vibes towards me. And my ego was freaking out. My ego was like, get up and run, get up and run. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve this love. So even me, even like, you know, the, the gal that tries to walk the walk all the time when I'm vulnerable, um, you know, the, the self-love, the self-worth, uh, it's, it's really hard. But, um, I have to say that was a turning point for me. Like I think part of big, huge part of my lesson was receiving and, and, and learning to receive, um, and feeling that connection and interconnectedness. And that it did help me. Like that was like a Friday night. And then the next day, Saturday, I woke up and it was like, I had walked out of some of the, a lot of the depression and anxiety. So ask for help is my main, uh, the main part of that story. And then by the third time I got to the circle there uh, last week, I'd moved into a place of acceptance and I had started to even get excited about the move and um, the future and where we're going. And This is Leo energy, right? So this is the lazy daisy, wonderful days of summer. Leo is my favorite, favorite, uh, just like a sign to go through. And then I think too, because, you know, as a kid, sure, I loved summertime, but I also really liked school. So uh, even though, you know, I had some anxiety with school, I really loved learning and I was always excited to go back to school. And uh, this is what the Virgo energy. So we got, you know, most most of July we got in Cancer. Most of August we got Leo, and then going into September we got Virgo energy. And if you are Virgo or know any Virgos, those are the action takers. They move things forward. Uh, you know, they're they're the kind of like, all right, well, let's go do it, kind of uh, people. And that is the energy, and that's like. It's no, no uh, surprise that's why we, when we've decided that school should start is around the uh, Virgo energy, at least uh, where we are. It's always the, the – uh, we start in September uh, right after the Labor Day weekend here. So, yeah, that's been kind of my path, and I want to encourage you to look back in the last couple months and to acknowledge your journey. What did you feel? What really affected you? What helped you? What helped you get through in these last couple of months? I'd love for you to give some love to past you. Think about past you in these last couple of months. We've faced a lot, dealt with a lot. And think about that version of you any time in the last couple of months when she needed love. Love and support and assurance. Now imagine hugging that version of yourself and telling her that she's doing great. Thanking her for all the stuff she's doing to move you forward and keep you alive. Just take a little breath with that and give some love to past you. Just plugging away. What does that feel like? I feel a bit better. It does for me. To give credit to that freaked out, spazzed out <laughs> version of myself who had to go through those feelings. There's, there's no way to go through it but to, th- but through it. Now, I'd like for you to give some love to current you. That's listen, The version that's listening right now. Think about how your future self will be so grateful and thankful for everything you're doing now to survive and you're aiming to to thrive. Just give some love to everything you're doing and going through and how you just keep getting back up. You should be very proud of yourself. This has been such a strange time. This year has been hard for everyone no exceptions and there is value in taking stock and pausing and reflecting on your journey i'm encouraging you right now to think about plan for before you go to bed tonight set some time aside to journal to write about this and you're not a journal like yeah okay yeah whatever kelly No, I'm saying even if you just get a piece of paper, uh, do this exercise, it will help you. It'll help anchor you. It'll help empty you of stresses and negative feelings. So I got a couple of journal prompts for you. Uh, And so I'm encouraging you to write it out. Write this out of you. Get it out of you. Give your subconscious space to dump everything it's had to carry around for these last few months. How does that sound? Wouldn't that sound good? I feel like your subconscious just jumped at the idea of being a little bit uh, lighter and having having a voice that's outside of just kind of the voice inside um, the running background noise. So here are the journal prompts, and I'll include these in the show notes just for your own ease. Journal prompt one: uh, I'm going to give you three, and uh, you can use all three or just choose the one that speaks the most to you. The idea is to put this at the top of a page or the top of the journal page. And then just see what flows out of you. Uh, No judgment. uh, Just just let your subconscious speak. So here's the journal prompts. These last few months have caused me to feel what? So you just put that at the top of your page. Next journal prompt. I'm proud of myself for... See what flows out of there. You have a lot to be proud of yourself for. Number three if there is anywhere in my life where i needed help or i need help it is and let's just see what your subconscious says just let it flow let it go let it come out of you so you can make that space so you don't have to carry all the things that are no longer serving you so you don't have to carry all the stresses and, and the worries and uh, all of this. Um, I did hear uh, uh, something about stress that was helpful to me. One of uh, Oprah's Super Soul Sunday. And she had, um, uh, my goodness, what's his name? John Cabot. I'm so sorry, I forgot his second last name right now. But he's like the father of mindfulness is what they say. And uh, he, he was saying how um, stress is when you want things you want something to be different than it is so there is a beautifulness of of acceptance right so like the stress i feel is like i really wish that we weren't in a pandemic that that's one of the things (laughs) moving to europe uh, from newfoundland is hard enough i really wish we weren't in a pandemic and the the fact that we are and i had to move stresses me out however when i kind of recognize that in myself which i have done a few times now in the last couple weeks with this new perspective it is what it is. And honestly, I am wasting energy stressing about something that I, I can't change. And, um, you know, it's kind of like the Buddhist principle of um, pain is um, mandatory in our human experience, but suffering is optional, right? So it's kind of like we can choose to suffer. Uh, and so that's what I'm trying to do. That's like, I'm trying to get to a place of acceptance. So that I can have more sustainable energy so I can, the, the energy and time I do have is spent in a, in a productive, whole, nutrient-filled kind of way as opposed to just like, you know, uh, just, just kind of pissing my energy away <laughs> everywhere in squiggly lines uh, from my body uh, and, and not being helpful to myself or my family or, or you know, uh, of other people. So, yeah. Uh, let those journal prompts bring out the what your subconscious needs to recognize, to process what a wild freaking ride uh, that we are on. And um, uh, I, I know you'll feel better. Uh, I'm totally going to take my own medicine here and I'm going to use those journal prompts uh, when, before I go to bed tonight. Um, If they work for you, if you like them, um, please, of course, uh, use them. Let me know. You can drop me an email at kelly at strongwomenco.com or Facebook Messenger is totally fine too. Uh, Instagram as well. Um, I do check that one a little bit less in the Messenger, but it should be be fine. And uh, yeah, and and if there's anyone you know who's going through a hard time, who could benefit from uh, some of the things talked about here in this podcast, please, please share this with them. Uh, sharing is literally caring uh, for these kinds of stuff. Um, this is the work that I do. This is the work that I'm, I'm called to do because I want to help. I'm here to help. We are. What if? What are we here for? If it's not to make our lives easier for each other? And this is how I can do it. It's just kind of give a perspective. Listen to my heart. I've done the. I've done a lot of work on myself to be able to get to a place where I can, you know, uh, get my ideas together and have the confidence to say this to you. And I've done that work. To help you I mean sure to listen to my own soul but yeah I'm, I'm your typical woman who uh, it's when it's when it helps someone else that's the real motivator for me because it's tangible outside of myself now I am getting better at helping myself uh, but you know it's, it's all baby steps and it's all little pieces of validation so I hope you feel a bit better after giving some love to past you who's done so so well you know considering everything my goodness you are a rock star there's the podcast, of course you are a freaking rock because you are. And give some love to current you. Ease up on that, you know. Remember uh, to add, if you're ever critiquing yourself, put that uh, Ashley Nicole Black suggestion of during a pandemic at the end of your sentence of, I didn't get the laundry done today during a pandemic. And use those journal prompts uh, to try to uh, ground yourself, clear some space, give voice to the parts of you that might not necessarily get to come to the fore part of your brain um, because, you know, we are in protective survival mode. That's just the, uh, just the reality we are in. So we are learning to ride the wave. We are learning to um, adapt. We are doing learning that the ebb and flow um, is bigger and different than uh, we, we might have been able to even fathom before. But just think about how strong and mighty and critically thinking, uh, we are going to be uh, just moving forward. I'm, I'm, I'm so proud. I am genuinely filled with optimism for uh, the opportunity that we have um, moving forward. I think that anytime the world goes through something together, uh, you know, if it's like a world war or something, the shared angst, the shared hurt, fear, you know, it, whenever we can connect with our commonness, it's always good for us. It's always good for our hearts and our psyche and everything that goes along with that. So I'm proud of you. I want you to say, I am proud of myself. All right, this is our affirmation where you repeat after me. I am proud of myself. I am happy that I am so strong. I am capable and wise. I am going to get through this. And that's right. You definitely are. You're doing fantastic. Mad, mega, mega love to you. Uh, I'm so proud of you. You're just, just, just keep going. Do these, do these nice things for yourself. You're just going to keep on rocking it. We got Virgo energy coming in here now. Uh, things are going to start to make sense. We're, we're gearing up. We're already thinking about 2021 and and, and how things are going to be different. We're going to figure out our way through it all. Uh, We got this. You got this. So let's move forward. We got this together. Okay, time for one of my favorite parts of the podcast the featured song. Um, I hunted high and low for the song of this podcast that really kind of captured the feeling and the words to give you some motivation and empowerment and also maybe some thought-provoking lyrics, and uh, I don't know. I'm, bo- I'm totally in love with this song. Um, I actually hadn't really paid that much attention to it before, but it's uh, Rilo, Ki- Rilo Kylie. Uh, it's a band. It's a rock band out of L.A. Uh, the song's about 10 years old, and the title is A Better Son or Daughter. And it was actually in the Netflix special Nanette by Hannah Gatsby, so if you hear it and it feels familiar, uh, that's why. Uh, but the lyrics, the front woman, um, her name is um, what is it? Jenny Lewis, that's right. And she was the kind of the main lyric writer for uh, Rilo Kylie, uh, that rock band. Um, they've since split up and she has her own uh, individual solo stuff, which is really cool now too. But I think uh, what's really cool about it is she is, is really good at talking about what anxiety and depression feels like in a in an accessible not dragged out not not sad kind of way it's just real honest and if you'll hear the the music it starts off like it's, it's a whole journey in the song itself and i think this sums it up really good uh there was just on the kind of uh, youtube page i was looking through the comments and this one says um i love that the song is structured like a battle march and it is it is structured like a battle march and uh this person continues Depression is a war within yourself, and it's nice to have a marching song that makes you feel that victory over it is obtainable. And I put anxiety and depression put it there uh, together too. And so yes, so the victory over those feelings is obtainable, and this song absolutely makes you, makes you realize that this, it's true up from the lyrics and also um, for the uh, just kind of the general tune. Uh, the lyrics themselves, I'll just give you a couple here now. So it just starts off with, um, sometimes in the morning, I am petrified and can't move, awake but cannot open my eyes, and the weight is crushing down on my lungs, I know I can't breathe, and hope someone will save me this time, and your mother's still calling you sane and high, swearing it's different this time, and you go tell her to give it to the demons that possess her, that God never blessed her insides. Then you hang up the phone and feel badly for upsetting things and crawl back into bed and dream of a time when your heart was open wide and you loved things just because like the sick and the dying. And sometimes when you're on, you're really effing on. (laughs) I will say I cannot find a version of this without the uh, F word in it. So if that offends you, um, sorry, uh, it's, it, but it's not a, uh, It's not a gratuitous use of the word, Uh, it's kind of like, just like, you know, it's used in a uh, a smart way, so uh, I find it kind of fitting, actually, because sometimes when you're dealing with this kind of crap, like, that's when the curse words are poignant, that's when I love to use my curse words, um, are for the very important, poignant, hard stuff, Um, because sometimes there's just nothing that gets through (laughs) the same kind of way, but I hope you enjoy the song. and uh, love uh, the, the the journey of it. Uh, listen to it, crank it up loud. Uh, see what speaks to you. Um, share this podcast with anyone you think that needs to a little bit of extra pep in their step, a little extra support, particularly in these times where we're not so close to each other uh, physically anymore. We need to share and love each other in uh, different kinds of ways, and that's one way we can do it. Is like, hey. I listen to this podcast. I do this all the time with other podcasts. Hey, I listen to this podcast. I think you'd really like this to a friend and just share the links. Uh, We are on iTunes and Spotify, whatever you're listening to. So mad, mega love. Uh, I'm going to let Rilo Kylie and Jenny Lewis uh, take you out here now. A better son or daughter. uh, Peace out. Mad, mega love to you. You got this. We got this together. Big kisses.